What's up everybody? Welcome back to my channel. I want to do a recap of the first episode of Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars, but keep in mind that I'm only going to be recapping the parts that um, involve teen mom stars Amber Portwood, um, Matt Baer, and her mom Tanya as well, even though I do love a few of the other reality stars as well, namely Chris and um, Jim Jones, because one of the first reality shows I ever watched was Love and Hip Hop before they had all the franchises and stuff. But anyway, let's dive in and focus on what went down in the teen mom side of the marriage boot camp house. The episode started off with um, everybody arriving at the house and so Amber's family came with Matt driving and in a confessional her mom Tanya said that she was there specifically to make sure that Amber's eyes are opened to the master manipulator that Matt is and that she eventually rids herself of him for good. So um, as they start pulling up and meeting each other a couple of the other stars had things to say about Amber and her crew so um, the Mob Wives girl Renee when Matt said that she he and Amber were big fans of the show Mob Wives was like well I don't want to meet fans if I wanted fans I'd go to Madison Square Garden which is a pretty arrogant and rude thing to say um, Brandy Glanville from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills said that she knew Amber was crazy so I take it that she watches Teen Mom and she was like I'm not going to mess with crazy so once they actually got into the home we saw Amber's mom Tanya really bond with Jim Jones's mom I forget her name they just call her mama Jones on the show and um, they bonded over the fact that they both had issues with um, their children's spouses. Once everyone arrived at the home, they all sat together to get to know each other and um, Brandy immediately calls Amber selfish in a confessional and claims that she always wants to make every single conversation about herself, which was funny because the car that Amber and all of them pulled up in had a bumper sticker that said um, that she was a fame whore and Amber had like a massive fit about it. She's like, I'm not a fame whore, I'm only on this one show. And even then, it's just a show about being real. I'm not trying to be famous or anything like that. And then as the first impressions start rolling in in the confessional booth, Chrissy and um, her mother-in-law, Mama Jones, and then another reality star, I think it was the Mob Wives family, they all talked about how they thought that Matt was actually her Amber's mom, Tanya's like husband or something like that. They didn't know that Amber was with someone that old. Next, Amber immediately lets everyone at the house know about Matt's abandoned kids that he lied about, the drugs, and the stolen money as well and she says that she believes that Matt's a pathological liar and as she's saying all of this Matt starts laughing at her and she's like what are you laughing at and he explains that he believes that you know she is crazy if she thinks that she is um, problemless in everything that goes down in the world. Amber's mom in a confessional agrees with Amber's claims that Matt is a pathological liar and everything and so Matt's like you know what first of all nothing went down the way that she's claiming she's exaggerating she's just reading headlines without stating facts and stuff she's crazy crazy, which is weird because Amber's claims about Matt are very much quantifiable, you know, like the fact that he lied about having just like one or two kids instead of like eight or nine or whatever it is. That is a fact. Like there's no way to explain around that. Like, and he's admitted that he lied about it. She also claimed that Matt had stolen money from her. This went down in the reunion. We knew about that. So what do you mean she's exaggerating or not giving you the full story? Like you did factually lie to her about the amount of kids that you had and abandoned and you did also steal money from her and you weren't able to explain where that money went when Dr. Drew asked you about it on the teen mom reunion. So what the hell is he trying to paint her as crazy with? It's time for the first exercise of the season as the doctors set the stars up with a school exercise to illustrate that their issues are all learned behaviors and that they need to identify what's wrong with them and relearn how to manage these issues. 
So like they would go up in the front of the class with like a backpack or whatever it is that they would dig out of a desk and try to guess why they got this symbolic object. And you know, the people that they came with in their lives would also like help them, you know, give their perspectives of why they thought they received certain things. So for example, when it came to Brandy Glanville, we all know her as this like alcoholic reality star who's just like a hot ass mess. So her dad received like these boobs you know, and then like they symbol, uh, they they symbolized his embarrassment of her and like how he wishes that she did other things outside of reality television and embarrassing the family name, this, that, and the other. And so um, it turns out that he just feels like she should have chosen a different profession for herself outside of reality television. And so Jim Jones, who up until this point, everyone thought was not listening, not taking the experience seriously or anything like that, actually raised his hand in defense of Brandy's dad about how he feels about her. He was like, I could see why Brandy's dad has a problem with her being on reality television. You know, like this is a new era that he didn't grow up in. Like reality TV was not a thing when Brandy's dad was like, you know, watching television. He further elaborated on his point to say that, listen, like reality television for the most part is like a bunch of like bullshit, fakeness, a lot of people with like nothing really to offer, getting on shows to make like quick, fast and easy money the only way that they know how. And so Amber, for some reason, took serious offense to that and started to turn on like her like bullshit like thug life act and it was just absolutely embarrassing she must have been cracked out of her mind because acting hard with jim jones of all people is not what you want to do in your life amber i don't know where this broad got her education from but let me tell you something i learned from my education you cannot out hard um you know like a rapper from harlem girl you absolutely cannot and number two he wasn't even talking about you amber for you to be so absolutely pissed off about what he's saying number three he's been on reality tv just as long as you if not longer i think my first show that i would watch like religiously was love and hip-hop and i'm 99 percent sure that i was watching it long before 16 and pregnant and teen mom and stuff like that so he's not new to the game like he's just speaking on his perspective and it literally was not anything to do with you. His lifelong fiance, Chrissy, stepped up to defend his um, stance against Amber. And for some reason, Amber told her to calm down and just acted like she was being unreasonable, even though Amber was the one being a plum fool. So the mob wives in their own confessional, whilst all of this is going down, point out how this is Amber yet again, making things about herself and I totally 100% see where they're coming from. So again, I don't know why Amber, like what the hell was wrong with her, but she just kept going crazier and crazier. She then starts trying to act hard with Chrissy, talking about, girl, I'll beat your ass. There are bigger bitches than you in prison, this, that, and the other. And, and I just have to say, Amber, you better go home every single night of your life and thank the Lord that Jimmy decided to keep you away from his lifelong fiance because she would have beat your ass down to a bloody pulp. She also had the backup of his mama there who also does not play games. Like I've seen Chrissy jump across couches to beat bitches down. Like you do not want it with her no matter how hard you think you are like she was so lucky that he was there I just have the sense that you know and like from watching her up until this point and looking at the previews and stuff that Amber is going to embarrass herself acting like a piece of ghetto trash from the gutter like she is a hot ass mess and I'm so embarrassed for her already can we 
also take a moment to appreciate how Matt um, took this opportunity of Amber acting crazy to make himself look like the sane one who has to battle against like this crazy girl who makes up lies about him and fights at the drop of a hat. Like he literally was alone on a couch acting all somber, talking about, oh, this is just Amber. Amber's always looking for a fight. Like she just, I don't know, bad weather could set her off and like make her go crazy. He is just a skilled manipulator through and through and can you really blame him with the way Amber makes it so easy sometimes? Meanwhile, in Brandy's confessional, she says that Amber is intense, scary, and probably not mentally well. And her dad actually agrees with her and they both talk about how they don't feel like Amber is a safe person to have around other people in the house. So eventually the doctors and security separate everybody as all of this fight just, you know, refuses to calm down. And so once the group comes back together after separating, Amber apologizes to Chrissy about her behavior and lashing out. And Chrissy refuses to accept her apology. And of course, Amber has a little hissy fit over it. Like uh, Chrissy um, owes it to her to want to be cool with her. So we then return back to the classroom and Amber's mom is up next. She reveals and she gets like this object in her bag that is a spine, which kind of shows that she's spineless. And she reveals that her husband was an alcoholic who abused both her and their kids. And um, while up there, she apologized to Amber for not being there for her during her teen years. I was a little bit disappointed because although we knew you, like watching Teen Mom that Amber's mom and dad like suffered from hardcore alcohol issues. I'm 90% sure that her dad died of some kind of liver disease brought about by alcoholism. I didn't know, I don't know how many of you guys knew, but I didn't know that her mom abandoned her during her teenage years because she seemed pretty present during 16 and pregnant. And I would have loved to see them delve into that a little bit more. And you know, even though they didn't go into it during this segment, I do hope that they talk about it more as the, um, as the season progresses. Amber's up next to show and tell. And so she gets this sort of bomb or explosive, explosive device thing. And she reveals that she's explosive because her life growing up was very explosive every day with a lot of alcohol and drugs around the house, tempers flaring, and then Chrissy in her little moments claimed that she felt like Amber's story was sad and like hard to believe, almost too hard to believe, almost like she's laying it on thick for extra sympathy and you know, I don't know what to say here except that I can understand where Chrissy is coming from when it comes to Amber because Amber sometimes, even the way she was behaving with Chrissy and Jimmy, she seems like a very performative person, you know, performative anger and outrage, performative victimhood and stuff like that. You kind of sometimes have to really um, think about what she's saying to make your own judgment as to whether or not it's true or false or embellished or this, that, or the other. And I don't blame Chrissy from having, for having that sort of attitude towards Amber because, you know, just the way she was popping off, like she was, you know, from some kind of like hardcore gang life, this, that, or the other, or that she could actually take Chrissy in a fight was all very fake. Next up, Matt opened his desk and instead of having like a bag of sorts like everyone else, his desk was straight up full of worms, which represents that he is slimy and according to the mob wives, lowest of the low. So he admits that, you know, he can see that 
um, he is perceived as slimy because his relationship with Amber basically started off on, you know, what he claims is just a couple of lies. Chrissy then says that Matt has just something off about him that makes you feel like he is just not right. It's that je ne sais quoi where you're like, huh, something ain't right about that man. And it's something that I feel like most people looking at him and meeting him can absolutely pick up on. Tanya also calls him a liar and a con and she says that she wants to protect Amber from him. And then at the classroom, Amber says that she considers Matt to be a worm because he is a liar. And Matt brilliantly goes, you know, after the way you behave today, Amber, do you really still want to pretend you're innocent? And I, you guys, I just could not help but go, this man knows his craft. Like he is not a lazy sociopath at all. Like he knows what he's gotta do and he plays the part brilliantly here. Of course, this makes Amber explode and she claims that she's always been amazing until she's met his bitch ass. She was like, I've always been great. I've been nice, never loud, never violent, never aggressive until I met you. <laughs> Any of us who've watched Teen Mom since the beginning absolutely know that Amber has always been like this POS trash box of a person, you know, two heart partners. Remember, she almost beat Gary half to death quite a couple of times. Remember, there was this one time when she tried to kick him down the stairs as he was moving some stuff out of their apartment, and it was a steep flight of stairs. There was another time when she, he was again, um, I think this is the same episode, trying to go down the steep set of stairs, holding a bunch of things, and she would punch him even to his ear. Anytime I saw that, it, it reminded me of Halle Berry. Halle Berry is partially deaf in one of her ears because one of her ex-boyfriends beat her so bad that she lost most of her hearing. Like blood was splattering all over the ceiling. So to this day, I don't watch that scene. Like that is just the scariest thing. And Gary is so blessed to still have hearing after the way she punched him. Remember there's another time when Gary had a disagreement with her father. Amber pinned him against a door and would punch him, punch him repeatedly. Amber, you've always Always been a piece of shit like Matt is not the person bringing it out of you this is just who you are and I know a lot of people watching this feel like Matt is doing a great job of setting Amber off and looking like the innocent person this that and the other but I feel like that kind of viewpoint paints Amber as this innocent victim who you know is not abusive in her own right but honestly I don't feel the slightest bit bad for Amber sometimes well in 90% of the things that happen here because if Amber's not the victim of this, Amber's going to be the perpetrator of abuse to someone else. Like this is just who Amber is. This is just what she's always going to be surrounded by because water seeks its own level. And Amber Portwood is an abusive person through and through, even when it comes to her own daughter, remembering the way that she treated um, Leah uh, throughout her infancy, refusing to change her diapers, the sheets, this, that, and the other. Amber is just straight up trash. And if it's not with Matt, it's with someone else. The only issue here is that she's found someone who is a more skilled, abusive person than she is. Next up, everyone is shown the bedrooms that they'll be staying in throughout filming. And Amber is uh, set up with a nursery and above her crib or whatever it is, there is a quote from Matt that says that he's glad her dad died and that he wishes her brother got shot in the head. See, that's where I draw the line. That, those sorts of things are where I do feel sorry for her. The fact that Matt has ever, you know, fixed his dusty ass mouth to say shit like that is disturbing on so many levels. Like we saw how hard Amber took it when her father died. And honestly, I think had her father not passed, none of this would have ever happened. I don't think she would have ever been with someone like Matt. Matt just 
was at the right place at the wrong time in Amber's life. Of course, being Amber, she absolutely tore apart her entire room. And uh, Brandy, again, in the confessional, says that she doesn't feel safe with Amber in the home. Guys, it's so crazy to watch this woman fly off the handle at the drop of a hat every fucking second, screaming around the place like a lunatic, acting all, you know, buck, gully, ghetto with whomever she pleases, and thinking that someone named Andrew is behind the scenes of all of this, watching even more than we get to see, and thinking, huh, this is such a wonderful woman. I would love to move in with her, fall in love with her, impregnate her as quickly as possible because uh, just doesn't get more stable than this. What an absolute liar. I think the reason he fell for Amber was knowing and hearing that um, she spent so much money on this loser and realizing that he probably could finesse her just as well, if not better, than Matt did. You guys, that's a recap of the first episode of this season of a Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars Family Edition, I guess it's called. Um, those are all my thoughts on it, but as usual, I'm more excited to hear what you have to say about everything. So please make sure to leave all of your thoughts and opinions in the comment section down below and we'll chat. You can also like this video, subscribe for more, feel free to share it with your friends as well and follow me across social media where I absolutely love chatting with you. That's all for now. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.